We went to our final puppy class uh, yesterday out of five, and I'm not sure exactly what the point of puppy class is, except just to kind of prove to the people that are there that, hey, you're not so different. It's okay. Everybody's puppies are crazy and bitey and Uh don't listen to anything, so... They're puppies. <laughs> they're all, exactly. And I think that's basically the point is, hey, they're puppies. Don't get so uptight and wreck them by putting too many expectations on them right away. Yeah, you, there's probably at least one person there who's never had a puppy. You, right. You've had some experience. so I have. Well, this is my wife's first puppy, so you're absolutely correct. Oh, now my wife is in the room with me sprinkling baking soda on the carpet. Oh my, it smells so fresh. Is that a preparatory or a uh, posteritary? Um, well, it's it's kind of both. It's uh, in preparation of my vacuuming, but it is posteritory of <laughs> the dog peeing on several of our carpets or rugs. So. Yeah. Well, I was looking over some of your photos. It seems like you may have put in some carpeting since I was last there. Um your hardwood floors are probably not immune or not completely resistant, but you're probably not too bad to have you know, when, when he pees on that. That is correct. Yeah, we do have we have hardwood floors on in the kitchen, living room, and dining room, uh, and then tile. So the entire the entire uh, main floor is either hardwood or tile. But uh, we do have some rather. So we do have a couple large kind of Persian rugs. Uh, which aren't really Persian, but Persian knockoff rugs um, on on the hardwood floor. So that's what he's peed on. And then we do it. We have carpet on the stairs and uh, car- new car- new carpet on the stairs and new carpet all upstairs. Which I don't think he's peed too much on the carpet upstairs. But that you found that <laughs> exactly. He's <laughs> definitely pooped everywhere. <laughs> but yeah. So you know that's a puppy class was just kind of. It was fine. Zan's gonna. My wife Zan is gonna take uh, take take the obedience classes, which probably in the which start in the beginning of the year. And I think that, that should uh, be mandatory. Yeah, that's are that's probably where the real learning is gonna happen because he's he'll be you know he'll be like six months old then, so can actually at least with cats. That, generally, the only thing you have to worry about is them throwing up on your carpet. I mean, you right. have the same routine where you have to spray the carpet and baking soda the carpet and blah blah yeah. blah. But yeah, we also have been trying the. Uh, he also the dog also chewed through one of my one of my power supplies for one of my Alexa devices. <laughs> so 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 the NSA wasn't able to to bug our living room over the last week, and then we purchased a and then we purchased some. Uh, some spray, I don't know what it is, bitter, some sort of bitter spray that you, we spray all over the cables now. It seems to have worked, actually, which is nice. <laughs> what is it called? I'm off mic now because I'm trying to find out what it's called. So stall. Ugh. Well, do you feel like stalling, Dave? <laughs> We're terrible. You guys aren't very good at stalling. <laughs> All right, I'm back now. Hi. How was this? Did you guys talk about anything interesting when I was when I was gone? 
You know we wouldn't do that to you. You're our motivating factor. <laughs> it's called Bitter Apple. Okay. And a giant spray jar that we don't want to... You don't want to get it on your fingers because it tastes like shit. I wonder if it would work with cats because sometimes cats... Well, we don't have any kittens at the moment, but sometimes cats, when they're in kitten stage, do some chewing too. Yeah. They like... And our last uh, Thor, he liked... Um, he liked power cables, too. We kept oh, yeah, expecting him to show up looking like he's struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> what color was he? Well, he's still black and white. He's okay. bigger than Binkley. So the white the white parts would have turned brown then. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I assume he's bigger than Binkley. How big is Binkley? Uh, right now, Binkley's probably, I think he's less than 10 pounds. Oh, he's, he's half the to... size of Thor. Yeah, he's he's supposed to grow to fifteen to twenty. So he'll he'll be smaller than Thor. Okay. So yeah. So this bitter apple supposedly is, and I was reading the reading the uh, the reviews on Amazon, and it about half the people say, "Oh my God, this is the best thing ever," and then about the other half of the people said, "This actually attracts my dog to the cables. <laughs> he loves it." <laughs> so I think it's highly dependent on how many how many working taste buds your dogs have or cats. <laughs> Well, all I can say is that it, it's very – cats have personalities and preferences just like people, and I, I believe dogs do too. And, yeah. you know, just like there are some people out there who like broccoli <laughs> and Brussels mm-hmm. sprouts. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dedicated Nerds Podcast, uh, Grocery Nerd Edition. Uh, I'm Rob Fiorandino, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Dave and Carney. Hello, Dave. Good morning. Good morning, Carney. Good something. It's certainly not a good morning. (laughs) Have you you all had your uh, bowls of cereal with milk in it this morning? That's what I need, a bowl of cereal drowned in Coke. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, cereal is so much so it's so difficult to eat and clean up i i've just i've quit doing cereal really what's your what's your breakfast food of choice dave um mixed nuts oh very good then kind of go for a little protein hit right away Mm-hmm. yep that's nice. one i mean that's actually i think probably a better better breakfast you know they it's protein sticks to the ribs carbohydrates don't what i mean cereal is carbs and then some carbs yeah and yeah exactly things that turn into sugar with things that turn into sugar poured on top of it and then some actual sugar sometimes sprinkled mm-hmm. <laughs> how about you carney what do you have for breakfast normally i hear you laughing over there I normally skip breakfast and go straight to lunch. Hmm. When so I just first a ca- get up, I'm just not hungry. Well, uh, see, my breakfast is at about 10.30. I just call the first meal that I eat breakfast. Oh, okay. Well, I still call mine lunch, and it's I eat lunchy kind of things. <laughs> Never got into cereal, and cereal in milk was off like... No, thank you. I don't know. I just never, just like coffee, I just never got into it. Yeah, cereal was such a staple in our house that we didn't even call it cereal. We just called it breakfast food. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so my grandma would always say, hey, you want a bowl of breakfast food? I'm like, okay, sure. I like breakfast. Let's eat some breakfast food. But which was always like a, oh, she loved grape nuts too. So she'd pour a bowl of grape nuts and then. That requires milk. It does require milk. And it also, I mean, you could do grape nuts and I have done grape nuts without sugar, but it is not a pleasant experience. <laughs> yeah. There's certain, certain cereals that you have to have milk just because otherwise the inside of your mouth. Uh, <laughs> yes. Notice. I mean, Captain yeah. Crunch, mm-hmm. grape nuts. Oh, and I like that you pronounced it correctly. It's not Captain Crunch. It's Captain Crunch. Well done, sir. <laughs> so it's my favorite cereal. So, do you like the uh, the regular, or do you prefer Crunch Berries with your Captain Pe- Crunch? Peanut butter. The other ones oh. I barely even pay any attention to. Yeah, peanut butter Captain Crunch is is the best. There's no doubt about that. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> isn't there? I think there's like a Reese's. Isn't there a Reese's peanut butter cereal of some sort? Yes, yes. Is that a Captain Crunch thing or not that I've seen? No. no. And, and and do you have any experience with that? Please, please go on. Tell me all about it. Oh, I have very little experience. I don't know that I've ever even purchased it. My brother probably picked it up sometime. I might have tried it. I. It's not Captain Crunch. Okay, I just did a quick search here. It's apparently it's called Reese's Puffs. Yeah, I think it's Cocoa Puffs with peanut butter, right? Oh, that sounds awesome. I need to go to the grocery store and buy a box of this immediately. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to be able to do the rest of the podcast. <laughs> oh, I just figured out why Carney's not into this because it's peanut butter. It's peanuts yeah. pretty much. I, it's not just peanut butter. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, don't, it, you, don't you live in Georgia? Yes, yes, I do. And we hmm. export all that to the fools in the other 49 states. <laughs> Wait. Oh, kind of like ethanol from Iowa. Pretty much. Right. You know, the oh. peanut, peanuts is basically animal feed and other 49 states feed. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you eat, so you don't eat peanuts at all, Carney? Yeah, so some, some salted roasted peanuts occasionally, but that's more like... I can eat it. It's not ex- actually good. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter is... Ugh. Now, what's the kind of peanuts where they, like, soak it in hot brine? Boiled like spicy peanuts? brine? Yeah, boiled or peanuts? oil peanut? Just boiled peanuts. That's, boiled that's, peanut, yeah. And, yeah, that's on... You can get them a roadside stand just anywhere outside the city. Yeah, that, I can't remember when I, I think maybe I was down in Georgia when I had that, and that was disgusting. That was There's really nothing about that that is good. See, you say that, uh, I feel that way about regular peanuts, and yet you wolf them down. <laughs> and there are a lot eat- of people that love boiled peanuts. <laughs> well, I don't know, D- Dave, do you, eat the, uh, do you eat the shells on your peanuts, on your dried roasted peanuts? No, I, I have other preferred sources of uh, fiber. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's the thing too. It's like some people do. I mean, I do not eat the shit. I like to, you know, I like to crack open the. I suck. I suck all the salt off a good roasted peanut, and then crack it open, and then eat the insides, and and throw the throw the skins or whatever the shells on the the ground at the baseball stadium. And I think that's the way peanuts are supposed to be eaten. I guess you could crack open a a can or something of 
a planter's peanuts and eat those, but those aren't shells are just disgusting. Why would anyone eat that? I don't understand that. I didn't know that people did. <laughs> you, you learn something every day, and it's really I have seen good. It, I have seen it done, and I, I, I assume, I mean, maybe it, it tastes okay, and it is probably pretty seriously good fiber. I would suppose, yeah. Well, now, if you do people, now, since you're down in Georgia, Carney, uh, people that eat boiled peanuts eat the shells, don't they? I mean, kind of no, I don't examine their eating habits. No. All right. <laughs> you yes. know, I'm not a veterinarian researcher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, <clears throat> I just assume people just pop it in their mouth as a whole, but it's anyway. <laughs> you see, if, if, they, you'd, if you'd asked me, I would have assumed that they shelled the peanuts and then boiled them. <laughs> so, you know. That oh, no. A- yeah, I mean, I had like that wax paper bag of boiled peanuts and it was it was the whole the shells were there and everything it was just this and the the shell kind of gets all soft and mushy and it's just like what the fuck is this i just i don't know it was i'm sorry sorry for my french <clears throat> but yeah no it's disgusting <laughs> we'll get an argument for me <laughs> okay no we've Glad we solved that problem. <clears throat> so, uh, Carney, I heard you uh, went to see a movie this week. What, what yeah, yeah, I went and saw the um, new Terminator movie, Dark Fate. And in my opinion, it's the, it's the best. If you really like the first Terminator movie, you'll probably really like this one. I mean, it was a pretty, it was basically a chase scene from start to finish. And... I, I, I'm trying to figure out how much to say without, you know, spoiling it for people. And it was very much true, I thought, to the um, first movie. Um, a little, a little bit of the second movie as well. But it was, it was really plot wise and just mindless entertainment wise, more like the first one. And you had uh, Linda Hamilton, Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. in it. You know, which is. They managed to have some shoutbacks to the first one without being heavy-handed or obvious about it. So you don't need to, have, you don't need to have seen the first two from the not at all nineties. Nope, not at all. And it does look like it was produced by uh, James Cameron as it well. Was. So, so and uh, apparently even as the story was by James Cameron and some other people. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it, it had the feel of the first Terminator movie. You know, it was there was there wasn't comic relief. It was it was serious. It was fun. It was uh, yeah, it was an action movie. Yeah. All right. So so you rec- so you're saying you would give it a thumbs up? You recommend it? Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's worth going to see. You know, it's it's not it's not going to probably be in contention for an Oscar, at least not for best movie. But it's still worth seeing. <laughs> it's good entertainment. Right, right. Did you did you enjoy those movies, Dave? Oh, absolutely. I think well, Terminator, the original, came out when I was in the military, and I I didn't have much else to do, so I probably saw it six or seven times over the course of a week. Wow, nice. Yeah. I'll be back. Uh, and watch it again. <laughs> Let's see. So the Terminator was 1984. That was the year that Dave and I graduated high school. And Terminator 2 is 1991. 
And then we had Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, 2003, Terminator Salvation, 2009, Terminator Genesis, 2015, and then the television series Terminator The Sarah Connor Chronicles from 2008. Yeah, I actually watched the first season of that on DVD, and it went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> you know, it's like a lot of series that start off good, and then they they get to the umpteenth episode, and it's like, all right, what are we going to do now? <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> right. <clears throat> We've got yeah, we've talked about all the time travel paradoxes and all that stuff and then at some point you're just like, What what are you guys Yeah What well, are you doing here? That's 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 one of the things I liked about this movie. I I don't think this spoil work, but they kinda lean into the 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 you know, things changing, you know. Mm-hmm. And um the, they they have this guy where, you know, Sarah Connor saying, Well, I stopped do- judgment day. And you know the it's and then it's like yes, but now there's a new problem in the new future kind of. Oh thing. right, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's that's all right, I guess. I mean, yeah, ultimately, exactly. it, it's yeah. Ultimately, it's just about kind of making compelling characters and yeah, and having, having, a, a having a good ride. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly. a time travel MacGuffin. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I mean, and you look at you look at series like the speaking of movie series, you look at series like the James Bond movies that uh, you know I've done what twenty three or twenty four mm-hmm. films that have basically been the same movie yeah. over and over villain, and over again. Villain, yeah. James Bond, action, yes. movie ends. Right. <laughs> exactly. He's got some he's got some uh, some gadgets to help him figure stuff out, and he's got some love interests along the way. And I was going to say eye candy, but okay. <laughs> Sure. I was trying to be a little bit more highbrow about it because you know me, I'm nothing if not highbrow. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, basically the same formula, but it works. And it, uh, as long as you kind of keep it up to date and make it for modern audiences, you'll probably be all right. And then we have the uh, Star Wars uh, movies. Are you guys excited? This will probably come out after the Star Wars movie has, has come. Are you guys excited for episode nine? Do you guys get into the Star Wars things? I'd like to, but you know, I th- I think I've I've reached overstimulation on that. It's just like, okay, what the hell are they doing now? That they've dinked around with the the um, first Star Wars again and changed the Cantina fight scene again. I know, I know. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, stop like, it! Yeah, that's that's exactly my reaction. It's like, stop, stop, stop! Get your yes. hands off of it! You've been editing the damn thing for forty years now. Stop! Step away from the edit computer. <laughs> yeah, no, it was Han shot first, and then Greedo shot first, and then they changed it back to Han shot first, and now apparently, I haven't seen it, but apparently they're shooting at the same time. Yeah, it, it's like, <clears throat> you know, it's it, it's like, okay, we've got to do some political correction stuff. Um, Where can we do that? Well, there, there's really nothing. Oh, wait, the first scene, somebody gets shot. We've yeah. got to edit that. <laughs> Shit, yeah, it's shit. like every single new executive that gets involved has got to pee all over it to make it his. Right. Well, and, and you know, they kind of do that with several. They did that with the E.T. I don't know if you heard about that, where in the original E.T. in the theaters, the kids all had guns. And then <clears throat> Spielberg <laughs> gave the digitally replaced all the guns with walkie talkies or something like that or or. 
I don't know. Or it was maybe the kids less. didn't have gums. It, that, yeah, I know. It's like okay, whatever. That's not as big a deal. But yeah, no. The the, the Han shot first, Greedo shot first thing is a defining moment of mm-hmm. of of Han, Solo. Han Solo's character. Right. I mean, to use the old um, um, alignment trope, is that Han Solo, He's he's chaotic neutral. You know, it's right. You know, shot first. No, I mean, this guy's Greedo's a bounty hunter who comes and sits at Han Solo's table with Han Solo, knowing that Greedo is after him. What the hell right. do you expect him to do? Of course, he shot first. I would have too. <laughs> yeah, no. And then he goes on his uh, several movies long character arc, and he becomes a good father in the end of Episode Seven, and. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil how that ends, but his character changes. It has a good arc to it, and it it's the more dramatic the change, the better you know, the better it is. And if you start out uh, neutral, good or whatever that he is, if he doesn't shoot first, then then it's not as fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's supposed to be a, a rogue, you know, and a, a I mean he's a smuggler, one step away from being a pirate, basically. Right. Did you guys? Uh, any of you guys sign up for the uh, Disney uh, Plus? Uh, no, I'm, I'm service. I've got channel overload, streaming service uh-huh. overload. Yeah, Dave, I assume no. No, we try to. We're trying to stick with one at a time. We mm-hmm. with Netflix right now, and at some point we might. But I don't know that there's anything on there that really is compelling me to put it on my list. Yeah. So and the only one that I that I really Netflix. enjoyed was. The only one that I really enjoyed was The Mandalorian. I watched the first two episodes oh, of that, <clears throat> which is uh, which is actually good. I, it's, I've, I've only seen two episodes. I really like it so far. They're 38-minute episodes, which is nice, so you don't have to sit for an hour. And It's basically a Western. Uh, that's kind of the feel of it, which is nice. It's like Star Wars. I like that <clears throat> Star Wars is kind of – I always wanted this to be the case, and apparently they – I don't know if they're ever going to do it or not, but – Star Wars is as kind of a landscape for different kinds of storytelling with comedies. They had kind of a war movie in Rogue One, and then this is kind of a Western. I I, I like that stuff. I, I'm a huge fan of the Star Wars universe. And anyway, <laughs> okay, um, Dave, since you now have Netflix, watch um at least the the first uh, Gun Gale online. Yeah, do it, do it. At least the first episode. Yeah, 20, 30 minutes. It, it won't be too trying, I don't think. Yeah. All right, I'll add it to my list. So uh, what's been good this fortnight for you guys? Carney, I know you've been spending some time thinking about this. Yes, I have. I've been thinking very hard about it. <laughs> what is now it? when I wake what up, it? I'm sure something's going to occur to me. This is- Wow! All right, nothing is good. We're 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 living in the most privileged country on earth. We're both we're all white men. It's like, <laughs> but by God, absolutely nothing has been good for us. <laughs> so there you have it. There's the state of humanity right there in a nutshell for you, folks. <laughs> no, no, it's the state of me getting. I'm so old now that I forget what I did. Just you know. <laughs> 30 minutes ago. Right, You're asking right. me a week ago? 
Uh, I played. I finally finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's been good for me. I I started that game uh, a year ago, literally a year ago, and I've put in over 220 hours into it and uh, finished it last night. Finished the second round. There was uh, six DLC episodes and a very long game, a very good game. The but I mean the story was kind of up and down but the main character is just fantastic and uh really loved it so if you guys haven't tried uh, assassin's creed odyssey uh you don't have to spend 220 hours on it you can probably get through the main story in 80 <laughs> still a long time but but uh it's quite good i liked it a lot okay <clears throat> i think though i Listening to you, I just put my finger on one of the differences between you and me game-wise, is that you're waxing ecstatic over the story arc without a mm. word of how what you thought of gameplay. <laughs> you know, well, me, that's a I good could... point. <clears throat> that's a good point. And I, I did... The gameplay was exceptionally good. Uh, I would not have spent 220 hours at the game if, if the gameplay wasn't good. And I should have mentioned that. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, gameplay is very good. Probably the best of any of the Assassin's Creed games since Assassin's Creed 2, and I've played almost all of them. So, yeah. Well, it's not that it was a mistake. It's just a, a viewpoint. You're looking for a game with a compelling story. Me, I'm looking for Diablo 2 that has essentially mm-hmm. you know, two sentences of story, and the, the <laughs> entire thrust of the game can be summed up as kill yeah. stuff, kill things and take their stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that is true because I mean, once the story is over, it's like there's still a lot of like, you know, there's still like forts and camps, and there's still lots of things to do that I haven't done in the game. But without that kind of compa- that story, I'm not that motivated to go in and do it like I would be with Diablo two or three or something like that. And speaking so. of which, Diablo four has been announced, and from what I see about the game gameplay trailer assuming of course this is in any way honest and it's not changed and yada 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 blizzard's got a chance to screw this up um <laughs> diablo 4 looks like it's going to be a lot better than diablo 3 was it's going to be a lot more like diablo 2 yeah which is probably good because yeah I, I, yeah yeah all right well i'm putting that down as your what's been good this fortnight is the diablo 4 trailer carney okay if i, I mean, can if i, I can put in I can put in a year-old video game. You can put in a month-old okay. right. Diablo oh, 4 trailer. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so now we come to David. What's been good for you this fortnight? Well, I guess <laughs> Texas summer is over. We had a hard freeze, so we don't have any bugs. And the uh, fireplace is active. So huh. the, the good part of the... Texas year is here. <laughs> well, that's that's good. It is good. Yeah, I love I love a good fire on a on a fall day. Uh, you, you know, you typed in Texas fall, and I read that as Texas fail, and that seemed entirely <laughs> appropriate to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I'm not fond of this type of weather. We're having the same kind of weather in Georgia, and I'm not fond of it. <laughs> Oh, you you prefer the the hot steamy weather? No, or? no, I prefer it in between. You know, when you get to oh. the hard freeze and 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 miserable persistent rain f- to part of the year, that, that's almost as bad as the steamy bugs. Mm. Mm. 
Well, we had two days when it was hard freeze overnight, and it still got up to like 45. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not freezing every day now. Otherwise, uh, there would yeah. be climate change. Yeah. No, I like I like a good put on a jacket and go sit out by the outdoor fire pit. That's a, that's a good that's a good that's a good thing for me. When this type of weather comes around, I, I'm reminded that a, a jacket is kind of handy, and since you wear one so seldom down here, it, you know. Having all those extra pockets is just kind of always handy, and so that was just a little side note. A very good one. So that has been it for Dedicated Nerds. Thank you for listening, everyone. You can contact us at Dedicated Nerds on Twitter. Email us, dedicatednerds at gmail.com, or visit our website, dedicatednerds.net. Thanks, and have a great day, everyone, and uh, thanks to you, Dave. Well, thank you. And thank you, Carney. It's been great talking. Thank you, and have a nice day.